A warm welcome, people, to another exciting episode of the show, Cutside Gideon, and I am your host, Umar Gideon. I hope every one of you is staying safe and staying indoors. Let's make sure we follow all the health guidelines, and I'm sure we'll certainly beat this. We'll go over comma. Well, today's show is actually going to take a different turn because it will be in form of a continuation of the previous episode that we talked about college basketball. And on today's show, I won't be alone. I'm having someone here with me. A former student at the University of Lagos, a basketball lover, my ogre at the top, and he also has his own podcast, Flat Out with Como. I'm talking of no other person other than the one and only Como. Como, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, and how are you doing? Great. Work. Hope you stay safe now. My brother, we will try, Jerry, with everything. Man, that's still oh. also one way or the other. All right, that's good. Yeah, today's show is mainly talking about college basketball, and it's really nice having you here. So you shared some light. We'll talk about college basketball, the problems facing college basketball, and also prefer solutions about the matter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm very sure that we're all familiar with basketball in colleges and schools. There are a lot of talented individuals, both male and female, who are really good at the game. And I'll have to be honest here: the problems that are facing college basketball are more than the good aspects of it because there are challenges here and there in every aspect and these challenges tend to weigh the prospect of college basketball in nigeria yeah so um kumu let me start by maybe asking you as a student during your days in the college as a basketball player also what kind of challenges did you um, encounter or come across first thing that will point out is the facilities that's the number one thing Mm-hmm. And in most colleges, sports generally in Nigeria, we are we are terrible when it comes to managing facilities. For yeah. me, that went to Unilag, we can say we have one of the best in Lagos, but still, it's right there is below par. You have an outdoor right. court that is really hard. Mm. I know how many times I had to fix the rims myself. I had to go and buy screws and not when we still used the regular wooden backboards until yeah. the has actually put up money to uh, to get the fiberglass. You have an indoor mm. hall used for parties instead of yeah. the, <laughs> instead of sporting activity <laughs> that it's meant for. Yeah. So that's one thing that really holds us back. Players have to go the extra mile to actually put in work to be at a certain mm. level to to perform mm. against others. It's, it's really yeah. tough. Yeah, you said something about facilities, and honestly, I've been thinking about it. One thing about us in Nigeria is that. We don't the, the main problem is not about getting the facilities the issue there is the management that will be applied to those facilities yes. i mean i've seen a lot of basketball courts whereby it's just looking messed up it just looks like people are just going there to play not even taking anything serious and it's a really bad trend in the country it starts with the structure to me we have sport directors for each university people that are supposed to take care of this thing you have the administrators you have the management and you have the guys that are actually work on this court. I don't feel I don't feel the personnel know what they need to do to actually manage this facility. That's one thing. You you can't put someone that's all about that was a tennis player when she mm-hmm. was in school to manage yeah. a sporting facility that has to do with every other sport. She'll be more about um, table tennis or tennis itself. You have to put yeah. people that are business minded and know what it takes to actually run the things effectively. So all those all those personnel need to really go through major change. They need to take classes or courses for one to be able to manage all these equipment, manage the facilities well enough. I can tell you for one, the Noga is supposed to come up this year. Yeah. Come up this year. And Unilag has 
they made a, another court. We have two basketball courts in the University of Lagos Sports Center. One is one has been dormant for a long while, and they created another. So now we have three courts. The new court that has been renovated, that has been made, it has a fence around it. There are no rims mm-hmm. yet, and this court has been painted for like how long now? With mm-hmm. the rain and everything, you can imagine what it would take for them to actually make that place look better by the time the mm-hmm. the competition is is ready, when the time everything mm-hmm. is set. And yeah. that culture will not continue. They will just do it for that little part, that that little portion of time. That okay, yes, that's do this and every yeah. other thing. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a culture that we have gotten used to, of just letting yeah. it just shine for a little moment, and after that, we really don't care about it. Yeah, and I also feel that it's not only limited to that. I think the authorities that are in question here, they don't really have interest when it comes to sporting activities generally in schools. They feel the students are just meant to go on with their books and all of that. They don't really give their attention to anything that relates with sports. They don't feel it's something that is important. And I think that's one of the problems that is making college basketball go bad currently. Definitely, definitely. We need to find a way to institutionalize sports as an area where universities can actually thrive. You need to put yeah. the students and the athletes mm-hmm. in a position where they can succeed, not just by books. I always say education is not by what you learn in class. There are so many yeah. lessons that you can learn out of the corners of the classroom. Certainly. One way. It is one way that teaches you a lot of things. It gives you it gives you a path to life that you, you might not find any other place. Mm-hmm. We need to find a way to institutionalize this but as a strategic plans in university into those plans that okay yes we can do this and actually do this and make it coercive yeah you know speaking about education where you said it's not limited to the classroom just reminded me of a movie i watched of recent kevin hart was the main actor there he was trying to explain to his classmates the reason why he didn't need school he felt the outside world was his classroom mm-hmm. yeah so i think this is an aspect that school authorities really need to look into you never can tell where the next Kobe Bryant might come from. I mean, yes. education is actually important, but there are other things that can also make someone big and famous apart from education. My guy. See, you see yeah. this thing, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even when we leave schools and we leave um, universities, we still keep on yeah. learning. It is, yeah. like said, it is more than what we learn in those corners. You, you always find a way to pitch yourself in different environments. What you learn in school yeah. will take you to a certain level. What you learn mm-hmm. out after school is what keeps you there. That's just yeah. the truth. So we need to find ways of actually putting them together and letting the authorities know, okay, this is how to make these things work. Bring them together. Yeah. School, sports, basketball, football, whatever it is. Harmonize yeah. everything and put the athletes in the best position. That's something that is very important. And also, um, I'm also thinking of something. You see, most of these basketball teams in schools, they just tend to have trainings among themselves. On themselves, you understand? Yeah. Yeah, they don't tend to go out and have friendly games. Let's not take it far to the level of competitions yet. They don't even have the least friendly games with schools around them. And I think that is also causing some problems because there is no way they will even understand the game when they don't, when they don't even go out to compete with people outside. Definitely. Yeah, so they, 
they need to they i think there's a need for um organization of at least friendly games from time to time before getting into the level of competitions at all this goes out to the personnel those coaching staff of each school most of the schools that i've been a part of like i've gone yeah. to play games against and all you have one one coach will coach the female team, will coach the male team that is supposed to manage the basketball court and is supposed to manage the equipment and all. This is too mm. much load for him in the first place. It's too much. So when there's no other person helping out, he gets tired and say, ah, I, in fact, he does not want to take trainings anymore. He gets to a point that he's frustrated that, ah, this guy's more than go play sets. That's the only thing that I, go play set, <laughs> go learn. Go play set against somebody. It is not, it is not the passion to actually work at uh-huh. this point will drop because he does yeah. not have any help it has become a work instead of him having fun with it most of the coaches yeah. coming to institutions knowing that I, they love this game they want to help people out but when there is no help there's you don't help them by putting someone else in charge of personnel management or in charge of uh, equipment and stuff like that they get tired they get frustrated yeah so the fun yeah. is no longer there and when you don't have you don't have that vibe to do something my guy in our life nothing will happen nothing at all at all nothing will happen. at all and there's this problem again i've noticed this one uh, it's not only in sports but we're talking mainly about basketball here yeah you see when it comes to releasing funds como it's a really big issue mm-hmm. especially in colleges here ah you're yeah, looking for trouble they are, like seriously you you might be in need of an amount you need money for something that's when you start going through a long process that will even leave you frustrated and you just end up you'll be like i don't do it against self you just leave everything and you are out i i say you are looking for trouble <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll talk about unilag is we praise unilag a lot like first choice blah 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 blah, blah plenty talk uh, this is one uh-huh. thing that has crippled basketball a lot in the school you asked for you said you asked for funds and you don't get them okay yeah uh, i feel we don't do enough because mm. we the institutions can actually get funds from other sources this is a school yeah, we are certain. talking about yeah most companies want to be associated with schools because there's there's a how will i put it you have students where you can we can turn into customers and there's a big there's a big pool of what's the word yeah i'm looking for a word just just use anything anything let it come <laughs> like market you get market for inside school whatever yeah, sure sell. shoes mm-hmm. um, yeah bank you want to open back account you want to do so many things you can you can mm-hmm. easily get that around the institutions around the school system yeah. But we as the institutions, players, um, coaches, the guys in charge of this thing, do not look mm-hmm. in that direction. You're always waiting for the school to drop money. The school yeah. has other things to think about. More no lie. They will take That's care true. of the infrastructures, not just the sport infrastructure, but every other thing in the school. They will pay salary, mm-hmm. they will do other things. Yes, the money is there, but they also have to do a little work in allocating these things. And mm-hmm. like you said, that process is really long. For a school that is, is directly connected to the federal government, so you have to send letters to somebody. That one we send letter to another person. Another to another person. person. Oh. So that process Lord. is long. So why don't yeah. the guys that are in charge of these things actually think about it? They are sponsors now. There are companies that want to actually do something. They they can put in. Of course. Because this yeah. is this is market on its own. 
why don't you reach out to these guys? Why don't no matter how small it is, I'm pretty sure people will want to be associated with schools because it, they stand on their own already. It's not something that that swings back and forth. It's not a business that you think you will get a profit from. You always see something from schools. Yeah. So why don't you just push for a little sponsorship? Push. You can send letters to 20, 20 companies at least. Three or four go answer you. Three or four is good enough. Certainly. Uh, you were saying something about market, so um, I beg me I just want to sell my own market. So to everybody listening out there, that's what IBC is all about. That's what we're here for. When you see that these authorities are not trying in these aspects, you can come in and involve private organizations, and that's what IBC is here for. We're here to organize and build college basketball in the country, Nigeria, making sure that at least one day, one day, big names will certainly come out from Nigeria. Yes, please. IBC for sure. For life need. <laughs> yeah. So we've talked about some issues right now. And, you know, we can't always keep on talking about the problems, problems without even giving ways that, okay, let's say this would be a solution and all of that. So what, what do you think is the most important step that can bring improvement in college basketball currently? For one, we have to take the level of competition to another, to another level. Like, we see most of the guys that come into school, they say they want to play basketball, but yeah. there are a lot of guys that are really good and there are a lot of guys that are not so good. Mm-hmm. People want to watch a competitive game. They, will be, they want to have a feel of the NBA right in front of them. Although it's not yeah. at the same stage or at the same level, you can yeah. actually present something like that. Mm-hmm. So it starts with our first... We talked about facilities. We have to we have to change that. It's a whole change is very well. That one first. That's that's the bedrock yeah. of everything. Once the facilities are set, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Then secondly, marketing. The only way you can market something mm-hmm. is if it's good enough. Yeah. The level has to step up. You see, most of the athletes or basketballers that have found uh, a new love for school. You know, back then people most of them no one goes. They seen our basketball at all, uh, but now I, uh, of them have opened up their their eyes and their ears. They want to get an education. Yeah. They want to learn. The school mm-hmm. has to do a good job of scouting. It goes to the coaches. The coaches, how many mm-hmm. coaches? They say they will scout players. See, they'll go, they'll go one court, go sit down, look like two or three players. Where well, it's okay, this guy no. is good enough. For your idea. Help us one way, but you go push the level of the game for our school small. How many of them they do that? No. Very few of them. They don't. There's oh, no way yeah. to even do that. The admission process mm-hmm. is another thing. Mm-hmm. That, that that's another thing. Hey, that it one. Has to be, that's it, another you have trouble. to make that easier for most of these guys. Scholarship. If you want to go uni, like how much person will spend for? Mm-hmm. How much I spent for uni? Like throughout the years I spent, did it? Uni like is is a reasonably cheap school. You can actually yeah. get these guys on scholarship for free. Make it, nothing. Nothing changes. It doesn't shake anybody in any way. Okay. So the level has stopped a little. Then you can market the sports. Yeah. Market yeah. to not just the school, but to the outside world. People want to watch basketball games. They want to do these things. How do you do? Just put out. Just put out a friendly game amongst these students that are really good. That the ones that are part of the yeah. team and the ones that they want to be a part of the team. Put it out there. Tell people to come around put out poster in front of the sports center. People, students will always pass there. They will see it. And 
people just want to hang out. They want to take, they, exactly. they want to get um, school stress out of them. All the book they don't read, may come up for their body smoke. So, come around. There is one place that they would like to chill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if they are not focused on the game, at least being around yeah. the, that that area will get their attention. Like, okay, what is this guy doing? What is this guy doing? From that yeah. point, you you build a community. Like, you want what. And then it transla- translates to people coming from outside, translates to getting sponsorship. Because when you have so many guys that are into the sport, or there's a community built around the sport, people will be attracted to it. And then that brings the sponsorship for all the yeah. friendlies we want to run, for all the other things, the money we want to find from school. You don't need to find out from the game because you have someone that can actually put that up. Yeah. All those little things will come to play. Yeah, so to add something to what you've just said, I also see the need for students to also pick interest in the game. Try supporting your school team because most students in schools don't even have, they don't want to have anything to do with the basketball team at all. They don't support them for any reason. So I think students now, it's at least students form a large percentage of the um, university community, the college community. So they need to put this kind of interest in the game and also try as much as possible to support the school exactly. team in that, that way that's, that's how we start seeing improvements in the game well. i think we, there yeah. was a thread one time we had on twitter mm-hmm. ibc was part of it big on ninja and a couple of other guys you people are attracted to what you can't tell someone to fall in love with something that you don't yeah. know and the only way they can afford actually seeing these things i, I put out a, a description when we're talking like i come to my house every day i see my mom watching z world if I go on Monday, Z word. Tuesday, Z word. Every freaking day that I go back to the house, the screen is always stuck on Z word. One way or the other, I'll find the urge to like, okay, what are you? What are you watching, Gongo? What is it? What What does this thing look like? What are you guys talking about? Why do you keep watching it? All this stuff. It is because I see it on a consistent basis. So you can't tell them to love something that they don't see on the regular. And that's where marketing comes in. You have to put this mm-hmm. thing to the students. Yes, make, make just blow it up one way or the other. Blow it up, and these guys will always come around. They will always come around. Kumo, it was really nice having you on the show. Uh, this is the bad <laughs> part. Time to say goodbye, and it was really nice. Likewise, yeah, man. it was a great time, man. I really appreciate you guys having me on board. Yeah, it's really nice. So, uh, to everybody listening out there, I beg, I beg, make one follow us for social media at IBC Nigeria, which is IBC NIG. And you guys shouldn't forget that our mission here is to make college basketball get to the higher level in Nigeria. I remain your host, Umar Gideon. See you guys next time.